Mm. Hey everyone, it's me. Uh, the dumpster kitty is me. Uh, I don't know why I thought this would be easy to just do this instead of writing. Um, writing is so much easier, but at the same time, I'm so tired. So here I am. Um, I thought that maybe I'd lost this podcast altogether because, um. I, uh, deleted the app, and then when I tried to sign back in, it was acting like they had no idea who I was, but here I am, um, probably haven't recorded in, like, over a year or something, um, I just didn't think that this was my medium, but, I don't know, it's what I'm feeling today, so, uh, I just, like, had this thing that... I was feeling really passionate about, um, just a few minutes ago, and, um, I just felt like I had to say it out into the world, um, so that's why I'm here right now, but basically, the thing that has got me really super upset is the fact that, you know, every single month when I'm in the, uh, in the Facebook, (laughs) um, when I'm in the support chat rooms or whatever for women with PMDD, I feel like there is just this fucking theme, um, that, you know, girls or women are like, I'm just so miserable and I feel suicidal and I don't know what to do about feeling suicidal. And then, um, you know, below, it's always the same thing where it's either, you know, um, other women being like, oh my God, I know, I'm so sorry you're feeling that way, I'm sending you love and and support, or even more likely, it's just a bunch of women fucking, um, just writing out the medications that worked for them, you know, and, um, obviously that's, that's very good intention because, you know, they're just, um, they're just trying to help. But, uh, for me, when I sort of zoom out and I, and I see that overall big picture, um, you know, what it tells me is that, uh, you know, modern science just doesn't know what the fuck they're doing when it comes to PMDD, you know? Um, and it's just like, it's just a clusterfuck in my opinion. It's just a bullshit clusterfuck. And this is a problem this is a major problem. We are a really large, Mm, sorry, I got the hiccups or something. We are, oof, okay, all right, uh, drink some water, but yeah, we are a very big community. We're an extremely big community, um, and, uh, I'm just, I'm worried about the sound quality of this because you guys are up against my 
ear, and I don't know if it would be better if I just set the phone down. Um, I think I am just going to, I guess, set the phone down. Um, here. Okay. So, if it was scratchy before, if it sounds bad now, I don't know what to do. But whatever, I think it's the message that's more important than the quality. Um, and I want to get this out while I'm really feeling it, and I want it to be really fucking authentic. Um, but basically, it's just like, people with PMDD, it's a very large community, you know? Um, and I just feel like, you know, I'm, I don't want to say this in a way, I almost didn't even bring this up, but... Uh, no, I'm not going to bring that up right now. I'm just going to say we're a very large community. And the thing is, is, um, it's horrible that modern science doesn't know about PMDD, really, that they don't know what they're doing. Um, part of that is science's fault, I guess, because they just haven't given a fuck about women all these years and that's extremely upsetting you know not just for the PMDD community but it should be upsetting to fucking everybody sorry I'm a little hungover so I'm very raw right now but like it should be upsetting to everybody because half of us were born with uteruses or uteri I don't know which way to call it and all of us love somebody with a uterus and so I'm just gonna go ahead and switch back and forth from, you know, saying it, women and people with uteruses, uteri, because obviously you don't have to be a woman to have a uterus, um, will be a little trans inclusionary, do you call it inclusionary? Whatever. Modern science doesn't give, doesn't know. They don't really know what they're doing. This is because science hasn't really given a shit about women's bodies for a really long time. There are so many medical trials that have been for medication for women that have been tested on men. It's a fact. It's a fucking fact. Okay? That's bullshit. You know? Now modern science or whatever is starting to give some fucks, but it's just because like big pharmaceutical companies, big pharma, do I sound like in, never mind. but it is, I was just reading an article about how really there's an issue, um, where like now people are caring about PMDD or the medical community is giving a shit about PMDD, but it's, it's really just, uh, big pharmaceutical companies pushing it because they want to make money. So that sort of doesn't help us either. If, maybe it will. Maybe they'll come up with an answer. But as long as there's no answer, being a human guinea pig is bullshit. And I am the first to tell you, you know, and that's what, that's what having PMDD has like turned into, in my opinion, uh, in my experience. Every three months, I'm just putting something new in my body, hoping it'll do something. 
to make this horrible affliction stop haunting my life. No real luck so far. Um, and then just going to therapy in case it's a mental thing or a trauma based thing, you know, and I, I will say that I do think that it is probably both a physical and psychological thing. Um, I was about to write about this and I was going to start, like, I don't know what came first, if it was the chicken or the egg, you know, uh, was it the trauma that caused the PMDD or was it the PMDD that caused the trauma, you know, um, either way, I think they're playing off of each other. I think that there's some sort of stress response system going on, you know, it does feel like a form of, you know, PTSD and a lot of women in the support groups, you know, they agree, you know, um, and it, you know, uh, society, they really do like clean boxes and lines and putting everything in their category, you know, uh, so I, I'm sure the, like the sort of intersectionality of this, I don't know if I'm using that word really correctly within this particular context, but, you know, the way everything is sort of intersecting, it is messy, you know, but the human body is, is messy, but that's kind of what, you know, makes it so beautiful and interesting, you know, like neuroscience is fucking cool. (laughs) Um, just like the human body and the way it works is cool, you know, and it is all really interconnected. This is going to be a very long winded thing to get to my point, but I just have so much to say about this stuff right now. It's very interconnected, you know, um, Children who have been physically abused are very likely to have digestive issues, you know. Um, And I'm not a a child who's been physically abused, but um, I've had a lot of trauma, you know, in my my lifetime. Um, Luckily, it's been mostly outside of the family unit, which is good because it means that I have a good family that, you know, I, I feel like I can, you know, lean on to a certain degree. But uh, it's just like, you know, PMDD could, I'm so scattered right now, but what I'm saying is, is like PMDD, it, it could be a trauma-based thing. And then that could make, that trauma could affect your entire digestive system. It does. That's a scientific fact, right? Um, That if you get stuck in a sort of fight or flight, you don't really metabolize because, you you don't metabolize properly because, you know, your body is shutting all of its functions down because it is sort of, um, only really producing like the cortisol or the adrenaline to escape whatever danger, you know, and when we are hunters and gatherers, we are just trying to escape, you know, like lions and tigers and bears. And now, you know, we're always stressed and we always feel like we need to be escaping something 
Uh, but, you know, the, it just kind of, that feeling just doesn't end for people with PTSD and trauma, you know, so, um, we're going to have kind of bad, uh, reactions to food. Most food makes me feel sick, really. Um, I have a list of like five things that never make me feel sick and the rest does, you know, um, and then. So if we, if we, if, if our, if our brain is stuck in fight or flight and then we're not metabolizing stuff. And then we also know scientifically that, um, that the gut biome, this is, you know, a, a trending topic right now, the gut biome affects our mental stuff. Like it's just very, you know obviously that's all linked and you know all of this stuff has to do with our hormones and our reproductive cycle too definitely too exhausted to get into that right now um that science lesson uh <laughs> but um it's been a really long past couple weeks i have you know just gotten through battling pmdd which is very exhausting um But I just, I just want to acknowledge, you know, everything I just said, it's an acknowledgement of how tricky this whole thing is medically, you know, and, um, I bring up the big pharmaceutical stuff because, you know, it's not just big pharmaceutical companies that, you know, are starting to pay attention to PMDD. But unfortunately, who I do think in the mainstream that are trying to, that are paying attention to PMDD, it's just people who want to make money off of us being human guinea pigs, it seems like, you know, it's just like, try this for your PMDD, eat this, you know, if it's not big pharmaceutical, it's like, you know, independently owned, like herbal companies that maybe are well-meaning, but you know, they're obviously trying to make money off of us because they're trying to sell us something. If that's not working for us, if that if we if the if the PMDD community has not found a unanimous solution, within the medical world, then maybe we need to start looking at something else here. <laughs> and I'm fucking angry because apparently nobody has with all my goddamn Googles. It's just, there are so, there's, I'm gonna feel kind of stupid because I don't, this is a, a, a new thought-ish. Um, so I don't really have the perfect like words, but the thing is, is just like, <sighs> I don't even really know where to start. Okay. I'm going to take it from this angle. If we don't know what to put in our bodies to feel better, that's just a reality. 
that's where we're at right now. But let me tell you what I know for a fucking fact will make women with PMDD feel better. Because it's what makes everybody feel better. It's a sense of safety. It's a sense of security. It's a sense of being seen. It's a sense of feeling like you're worthy of love. It's dignity. Pride. Inclusion. <laughs> like these things. These things make everybody's life better. Women with PMDD are often robbed of these things. We have a hard time holding down a job because our anxiety can get so bad that we can't get out of bed. Physically just cannot. You're just scared of everything outside of that door. And you just freeze up, you know, and you're not, you wouldn't be worth anything if you left your bedroom anyways, because your brain has been taken away from you. Your cognitive function has been stripped. The list of symptoms is bountiful. And I encourage you to look them up and to imagine what it would be like to be robbed of both your brain and your body for a week and then have to function like a normal person. And I will say that most of us, PMDD or not, are feeling like we're falling short in today's modern society. We're all in a rat race. We're all running as fast as we can, trying to keep our head above water at this point, you know, besides some lucky few. So can you imagine being in that rat race and having a week or two weeks at a time taken away from you? Do you know how fucking fast you have to run on the weeks that you are yourself? Okay. It's one thing about being a woman with PMDD. The other thing is I don't think that under people understand the dysphoria. I don't think people understand the word dysphoria. You know the word euphoria. Euphoria is a feeling where everything is amazing. Every little tiny thing feels so good. Mmm, I'm in euphoria. Oh, so good. You know, dysphoria is the exact opposite. The psychological pain is searing. 
in a way that it's like the English language just doesn't have words for it. So not only are we feeling this psychological searing, like a burn, like your heart is burning, like your soul is burning, there's no words for it for anybody to understand. And I've learned something recently that I feel a little bit, I don't know why I feel comforted by this, but the thing is, it's just like, okay, whenever you're experiencing really intense pain of any way, you're going to come up with ways to alleviate that pain. That is also uh, psychology and human nature, okay? Mm, you know, so if you get a physical burn, you're going to want to run it under cold water. You're immediately going to think, mm, I need to run this under cold water, right? Um, or if your back hurts, you're going to want to lay down. Your, your brain is going to imagine up something for relief, right? Most women with PMDD, no, I'm not going to say most, but a, a large percentage, you know, um, at least 15% of women who have PMDD is, attempt suicide. And I think 50% of us fantasize suicide. And this was really scary to me. This was really fucking scary. I never wanted to talk about it before because I didn't want anybody to think that I was like a danger to myself because I'm not a danger to myself. I have no no intention of killing myself, you know, like, just not, not, not the slightest bit, you know, I fucking, there's just no reason, really, you know, like, I love, I love, I just, god damn, I have so many people I love, you know, I have a great, I have a great group of friends, I have a great family, I have an amazing partner, just, there's just no desire, except for, when I'm experiencing PMDD, the pain is so searing. I like the word searing. It's just searing. That the only escape that my brain can imagine is killing myself, you know? I mean, sometimes I really fantasize about, like, you know, my boyfriend's like a cattle farmer, so we make jokes about like horse tranquilizers or cow tranquilizers. Like it's kind of like, mm, yeah, knock me out for a few days, make this be over so then I can come back. That's the other fantasy, you know? Um, and I, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I used to not know where these like intrusive thoughts came from, you know, but now I do know. And for some reason that's really comforting to me because I feel like it's just like, okay, you know, I've always known that I'm not a danger to myself, but like, where the fuck are these thoughts coming from? And now I know the root of them and that feels good. You know, um, but other women are not going to be able to like be as mindful. <laughs> and I hate, I hate, I hate using words like mindful for like mental health stuff. Cause I never want to be somebody who's just like, 
just gonna meditate away the pain or the, you know, I'm feeling a little, mm, just off today. Oh, are you feeling a little off today? Like, just meditate. No, fuck that. That's bullshit. But I will say that mindfulness is very helpful for this condition because when I'm having those horrible feelings and thoughts, I know that they're gonna go away. And in two weeks, I'm gonna be back to my fucking awesome life, you know? Um, with great people and a lot of beauty. So I'm glad that I have mindfulness for that. Um, but I'm getting really hungry. So I don't know. I'm really just sort of dragging on, but I think it's important to get it all out. Um, so it's really exhausting. It's really exhausting. This is the thing I will say, no, I'm not going to kill myself. I know that, you know, I'm just like, pretty sure. Not anytime soon. That's for sure. Um, but can you imagine how exhausting it is to try and pretend <laughs> to be like having like pleasant conversations with people and being like, yeah, I'm reliable and dependable and I'm excited about this and which I'm not at that point. I'm not excited about anything because my sensors for joy or whatever have been completely turned off, you know, but, but I'm so happy to see you. Actually, I do get really happy to see people when I'm feeling that way, because, you know, if it's the right person, they can really pull me out of my own fucking head, but, uh, you know, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll show up to work on time. <laughs> I just gotta, like, get out my sword and battle this monster that's trying to convince me to kill myself, you know, but, you know... <laughs> Let me hear about your problems. How are you doing? Oh, <gasps> Somebody was mean to you? I've been relentlessly mean to myself every second of every day for the past three days. <laughs> Everything inside of me is telling me that I'm a piece of garbage. And it won't stop. Just, just right there, staring me in the face self-hatred staring at me and then there's that other little voice being like well if you want to get away from the self-hatred <laughs> I know a fast way to do that let's go that route you know so I'm just dealing with that but um you know sure I'll pick up your dry cleaning for you or whatever, too. No, no fucking problem. Not like I have anybody in my life who wants me to pick up dry cleaning, but you know what I mean. It's really hard to take other people's stuff seriously, and I'm, I'm working very hard to do so and to be there for everybody that I love. But damn, if there is not a storm that I am enduring the whole time. And I try and talk about it, and I just don't think people get it. So if you have anybody in your life with PMDD, just imagine trying to be normal while also fighting something that is so painful that it makes you fantasize killing yourself to get away from that. All right. So we're circling back around. <laughs> we're attempting to at least. <laughs>
take a minute here. Mmm. Sweet, sweet water. <sighs> what I was saying is that people do better. Humans do better with security, with dignity, with love. If you have that amount of fucking pain, randomly for a couple weeks on end, you know, so randomly in sync with your cycle, which actually makes it worse because then everybody thinks that you just have PMS and you need to toughen up, which is not the case, or that you need to shut up about your vagina, which is also not the case. Nobody needs to shut up about their vagina. Talk about your vagina, man, all the time. Fuck it. Um... you have a hard time holding down a job because of that sort of shit and you will if you're dealing with that that takes away economic stability economic instability takes away a lot <laughs> it takes away your sense of safety it takes away your ability to even get the medical help you might need if it was to work in the first place, you know. Another thing it does is it puts you in danger. Economic instability puts people in danger. It specifically puts women in danger. Women are always in danger. And if you're a woman who, shit, oh my God, if you're a woman who has PMDD and you can't hold down a job and you don't have the economic stability to stand on your own two legs. That puts you in such a prime place to be in an abusive relationship. Number one, you might need to lean on that person, a partner. Number two, the fact that you need to lean on somebody, the fact that you're experiencing economic instability, the fact that your very own body is doing this mysterious thing to you with this array of symptoms that you may or may not understand is because of your condition. That is a fucking self-esteem teardown. You know what I mean? So here you are. Feeling like shit about yourself because of something so weird. PMDD is weird. And just very economically vulnerable, you know, 
that makes you a sitting duck for somebody who wants to make you dependent and then feels entitled to treat you any way that they want to. So you can't get away. And furthermore, you might think that you deserve all the bullshit that they're putting you through. And even if you're lucky enough to not be financially dependent on your partner, if you've figured it out and you're lucky enough to have found an incredibly supportive, wonderful partner. (sighs) Having PMDD just makes it really hard to believe that they're going to want to stay with you. Because It's always going to be easier to be with somebody who doesn't have BMDD. You know, like, maybe, (laughs) and I'm just going to put it in a vacuum this way. Maybe, you know, me, you know, maybe this, um, you know, tippy. Maybe being with Tippy for one man is easier than being with any other woman because we're more compatible. But obviously, being with the version of Tippy without PMDD would be much easier than being with a version of Tippy with PMDD, you know. Um, this is a slight ramble, but I just, I just want to illustrate some ways that having PMDD strips women of their basic of our human basic needs if we can't hold down a job we're not going to have economic stability we're not going to feel safe we're not going to feel secure the economic stability is going to make us feel less lovable you know, or more like a burden, um, because there's no language for this, you know, what is taking me 35 minutes to talk about this, that's not easy, that's not fun, that's not sexy, none of this is easy, fun, or sexy, it's not an elevator pitch, it's not, I have cancer, and everybody gets it, oh no, oh, it's this whole fucking thing, that nobody understands yet, really, And most people don't really want to understand it because it is so uncomfortable. It is, you know, kind of a holy trifecta of stigma. (laughs) It's like fucking what we want to talk. You want to talk about something that has to do with menstruation and mental health. And you're going to sprinkle suicidal ID, ID, what's that word? Ideation. (laughs) 
on top of it. Oh my God. Get the fuck out of here with that. And it's going to take you 35 minutes to lay this out before you get to your solution. This has been a downer, I know. I'm sorry. Okay. Let's get to the solution. Although the solution... There is a solution, I think. Um, And I'm just going to say that I'm really fucking angry. That I haven't heard anybody else talk about the solution. And that I... It had to occur to me that this could be a possibility in this world. (laughs) What the fuck? Sorry, I haven't gotten to the solution. You're just going to hear me be mad um, for a second. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay, listen. <laughs> you just hear birds in the background. I'm going to say something. I'm just forming my words. Okay, so. Shit. I had a good start. I wanted to, I wanted to say something. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Okay. <laughs> So, let's circle back around to the very thing that got me started. We're in the, the, the Facebook, you know, PMDD Warriors chat room, and we have to call ourselves Warriors because we're fighting for our fucking lives every month. <sighs> Women are just saying, you know, I want to kill myself, blah, 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 constantly. That's just always in the chat room, and then, and then the women... The other women are, you know, um, offering the only support that they can, which is sympathy and a list of medications, and none of us know which medications are going to work, and we've all been conditioned to just think, you know, we'll just keep trying all these different medications, and um, that's our life. Just trying stuff, hoping something will stick, that's all. That's, that's just what we're conditioned to being like, oh, that's just what a woman's life with PMDD is going to be. Hide in the shadows. Have nobody really understand it. Nobody really talk about it. Nobody want to hear about it or talk about it besides each other. And just take random medications and hope that one of them works. One day. One magic bullet. Alright. So that's clearly not what's working. It's not working. But... Once again, we don't know the magic bullet that will make the PMDD stop, but we do know what sort of basic human needs somebody, anybody needs to feel better, including women with PMDD. Okay. What the fuck? Like, why are there no programs put in place. I Google PMDD every week. I read about it every single day. And I just don't feel please, if I am wrong, oh my god, please tell me. But I don't feel like there is any program of any sort put in a place to help women like me maintain our dignity you know the only community program 
is women's initiative. I get free therapy and that is amazing. But that is not going to help with the economic struggles that this affliction has caused me and the sense of fear that I kind of live in every day that I'm just going to drop the ball and it's all going to fall apart again, you know, because PMDD really has made my life fall apart once already. And I had to pick up all of the pieces, start all over and work my ass off to just like build something, you know? I don't think that women should have to get to a crisis with this. That's not fair. You know, like I shouldn't have to reach rock bottom before somebody picks me up. And I'm fucking lucky because I have just like the best community on the face of the planet. I cannot believe the amount of kindness, support, and generosity that my friends, family, loved ones, and community shows me. It is incredible. But it's also painful to have to constantly be asking for help. It feels like shit. (laughs) Um, I hate it. And it's not necessarily great for me to be in that position. And it would be really amazing if there was some sort of program. Doesn't seem like disabilities is an option from all of my research, you know. Um, There's some sort of program for women with PMDD to help us just maintain our dignity some sort of business that only employs women PMDD and I I like how I just keep being like PMDD but really like why does that not exist in the world why is there no business that's just like yeah you know what women with PMDD are amazing when they're not dealing with their symptoms I think we all are I think we have to be you know I know I am dude I'm on fucking fire when I don't have to deal with my symptoms I'm incredible. And that's the only reason I've made it as far as I have, you know? So we're incredible. But I can't be incredible all the time. Sometimes I'm the opposite. Sometimes I can't even feed myself. Sometimes I can't even get out of bed. It's it's like being paralyzed, you know? Why isn't there a business that's just like, well, you know, half of the time's good enough. And um, one girl can pick up where the other girl left off and we'll all work together. And we will pay them a wage with dignity. Which maybe I am asking a lot because so many people in this country just don't get a wage that lets them feel safe or have dignity but god damn it we all deserve it and why aren't there programs I feel like there's programs for a lot of other things you know um 
like I'm a really big fan of trans activism I think it's really cool uh I feel like we're seeing more and more of it everywhere but I was looking at the statistics in 2016 and I could be wrong and, and this is an example and I'm you know I know the trans thing is very like sensitive um Although, obviously, like I said, I love, I'm really into, you know, I love trans activism, but, you know, I'm, I'm passionate about it. Um, only zero point, as of, like, it's 2016 survey said, like, 0.6 people in, like, America are trans or something. 8% of women, which is still 4% of the population have PMDD so what's interesting to me is like and not to downplay the need for like you know programs for trans people fuck it like let's double them let's triple them let's do everything for our trans community you know what I mean everything absolutely everything but if there's another community that's like quite a bit larger that's also suffering why is there nothing that's all I want to know. Why is there nothing? And what are we going to do about it? You know? Anyways. I think we should all pull our head out of the sand a little bit when it comes to women's health. It's just like, we've all just been conditioned, because as long as we can remember, this is the way it's always been, but it doesn't have to stay this way. Women make up half of the fucking population. We make up half of the workforce. Why the fuck are we settling for anything but the most respect when it comes to our bodies? Obviously, I'm pro-choice when it comes to abortion and stuff too. I know these are all very sensitive things that I'm bringing up, but... If we can scream pro-choice, we can also just scream about our bodies deserving respect and care all the fucking way around. And we can scream that women deserve dignity and safety. Every single one of us. Honestly, not just women deserve safety and dignity. Every single one of us deserves safety and dignity. And we need to be fighting for all of us to have that. And I think we are. I really do. And I'm proud of us. But I just have to say, I don't think 
I think that the PMDD community is slipping through the cracks and I don't think that's right. That's all. <laughs> so where are our social programs? That's, that's the obvious answer here. We don't know what medication can or cannot do. And while that's getting figured out, it's pretty clear. There's a pretty obvious answer. What would help us? So that's all I have to say. Here's an obvious answer. I just want it in the world. I just want people to know. All right. This was really long. But it's important to me. And, you know, probably only three people will listen. And probably only one of them will get through the whole thing. <laughs> All right. Well, for that one person who got through the whole thing, thank you so much for listening to me. And I love you. And, uh, yeah. I should fucking... Oh my god, it's 1130. I gotta go fucking live my life. All right, I'll see you. Bye.